Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. So what is happening politically this week? The Tea Party had a successful primary night on Tuesday. You'll recall that the biggest news came out of Delaware, where Tea Party candidate Christine O'Donnell defeated former two-term governor and nine-term congressman Mike Castle to win the GOP nomination for Senate. Not the first Republican incumbent to go down this hunting season. The Tea Party's <laughs> calling it a hunting season. The Tea Party wants us to believe that this is democracy at work. The primaries are delivering a referendum on the identity of the conservative movement in the United States. This is what voters do, they tell us. But the Tea Party is also an example of some unintended consequences of the primary process itself, which you'll recall was created to legitimize the preferences of the party bosses who used to make the decisions on candidates at party conventions behind closed doors, the cloakroom idea. Kate Zernicke joins us, a reporter for our partner, The New York Times. She's also the author of Boiling Mad, Inside Tea Party America. Kate, good morning. Thanks, John. Hi. So how do we contextualize this? Are these unintended consequences from a primary system that seems to be as vulnerable to manipulation as the old conventions were? Or is this democracy at work, as the Tea Party people would have us believe? Well, I mean, I think if you look at it, that everyone, you know, that, that people have a, a responsibility or, not, or a choice to vote. I mean, you know, they're, out, they're getting out there, they're getting people to the polls. And so, in, you know, this is democracy. This is what happens. Um, I certainly think the Tea Party people, you know, this is what's so amazing to me is that for months people have been talking about the Tea Party. You know, what do they mean? You know, they look at their crazy signs. and They talk about are they racist? And, and I think behind the scenes, the Tea Party has just been organizing. They've been planning for these kind of victories for months now. And we're just seeing that come to fruition. Are these new participants in politics or are these uh, defectors from various movements within both the GOP and the Democratic Party, in your view? Well, I think that, um, you know, it's really hard to paint the Tea Party or, or any movement, of course, with a broad brush. But I think, I think a lot of these people are new political activists, not necessarily new to politics. There are some of them who are brand new to politics. There are others of them who, you know, are just sort of disaffected Republicans and have been involved in politics before. I don't think these are disaffected Democrats. I don't think they're even necessarily independents. I think they tend to be Republicans and, and conservative Republicans who want to move the party to the right. To what extent, extent, Kate, do you think this is just a, 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 an extension of Republican organizing tactics in the past? That Republicans, one of their national strategies has been to kind of um, energize people to vote by uh, encouraging anger and, and that perhaps that the Tea Party yeah, is an outgrowth think- of that. I think that's a mistake to see this as just, and I mean, in fact, if anything, I think, and I think I say this in today's piece, I think it's a mistake to see Christine, Christine O'Donnell's win in Delaware. I mean, that, to Christine O'Donnell's win in Delaware, to me, says the Tea Party is not AstroTurf, because even the groups that, that everyone accused of, of playing with that, of, of creating this AstroTurf grassroots movement, like FreedomWorks, they didn't endorse Christine O'Donnell because they didn't think she could win in the general election, and they want Republicans to win. The Republican Party did not want Christine O'Donnell. So this is, this is our clearest message yet that the Tea Party and the Republican Party don't go hand in hand. And so I, I think this is definitely something, something different that we're seeing. This is, this is anger among Tea Party members. This is not just a Republican front group. Right. Now, I, I don't know if you, if you want to connect these two, but uh, I can certainly recall, because I'm just a, a wizened old man, that uh, you know, Ronald Reagan was viewed as, as something of a total insurgent and a wacko who could never win, and then suddenly he was the Republican Party. Is this right. unprecedented, uh, what the Tea Party is doing, or an old pattern? 
Well, I think it's an old pattern, and I talk about this in the book a little bit. I mean, it's an old pattern in that we've seen it before. I think the Tea Party actually compares more to the sort of the early Goldwater movement Mm -hmm. in that a lot of the Tea Party people don't want to talk about social issues. They think that uh, the Republican Party has sort of been led astray in talking too much about social issues and not about economic issues. That said, if you you know think about the Goldwater movement, they really didn't get they got very little traction until they joined with the social conservatives, and that ultimately ended up in the election of Ronald Reagan. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, you remember Glenn Beck a couple weeks ago had this big religious revival on the National Mall in Washington. So there's certainly a republic, sorry, a religious element um, within the Tea Party. There's some overlap, but I think if they band it together, it would be a lot stronger force. Well, broadening out, you know, we've got evidence that in some sense the Tea Party is a tiny kind of uh, 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 blip of what may be a, a, a real ideological shift that's taking place among all kinds of voters who are changing their relationship to government. Listen to what one of our listeners said about uh, uh, their own reaction to what's going on politically this week. This is Gabe in Augusta, Georgia. I find myself moving farther to the left as I hear about these individuals moving farther to the right. It's a conversation we got started on The Takeaway at 877-8MY-TAKE at thetakeaway.org. How does that make you feel, Kate Zernick, to hear someone say that? Oh, I absolutely think the polarization in this country is, is getting worse. And, you know, I talked to someone yesterday who said that this may end up actually there, that there are independent voters, truly independent voters out there yearning for something in the middle. And that this, as candidates move to the left and to the right, thinking that that's where the voters are, this may actually open up a role in the middle for third-party candidates and for self-funders. Now, we know that third-party candidates don't usually succeed, but this may, in, in that way this may be something different, because I do think that there are still a lot of independent voters out there. Ultimately, if this is about anger at the establishment, the establishment is Barack Obama in the White House. Uh, What good does it do to take down the party not in power if you really want to challenge the establishment? Well, I think, you know, it's one of the people I profile in my book says if you want to get rid of the – before we get rid of the Democrats, we have to get rid of the Republicans. They think the Republican Party has not been choosing the right candidates, has not been focusing on the right issues, and they think that if they can get their people in there and get more of their voice heard, that they can they can push the Republican Party in the direction they want. So this is a long-term goal for them. I mean, this is this is something that they are in. They they don't think of just the 2010 midterms. They think of 2012. They think of 2014. I mean, this, they're in this for the long haul. All right, I'm going to throw you way out in the limb. I'd love to do this with you, New York <laughs> Times folks. Um, what would you tell the GOP this morning? Embrace the Tea Party or come up with some sort of countermeasure oh no i think you've got to embrace it this year i think you have to embrace it whoa a a definitive answer (laughs) kate zernicke reporter for our partner the new york times and author of boiling mad inside tea party america kate thanks so much thanks john so keep the conversation going go to 8778 my take how ideologically does all the political headlines this week affect you are you moving to the left are you a part of that polarization kate zernicke talked about or post a comment at the takeaway.org 